You are listening to Available Light. I am Lars Menzel. This episode is called The Banality of Color. Do me a favor and picture the past. The battlefields of World War II or some historic person like Albert Einstein. Chances are that you have a picture in your mind and that it's a picture in black and white. Color photography only became mainstream in the 1970s and most of what happened before was captured in monochrome. Flip through an old photo album and you see smiling gray faces, people in gray clothes, driving gray cars. But long before that, inventors had actually been toying with technologies to capture the world in color, just like they really saw it. As far back as in 1903, the quite aptly called Lumiere Brothers in France had patented a process for color pictures. It was called autochrome and relied on glass plates that contained particles of colored potato starch, which absorbed the spectrum of the light they were exposed to. It's about as complicated as it sounds, and it required such long exposures that subjects had to sit still for several minutes, literally waiting for light to filter through potatoes. By today's standard, the technology and its results were of course primitive. The colors and autochrome images are inaccurate, and the motors are all fuzzy, giving the photos a dreamlike quality. But it nevertheless represented a stunning achievement, because with autochrome, colors were no longer stripped from a photo. And with that, every photographer using it captured a slightly more accurate picture of the past. In fact, a surprising amount of the early 20th century was documented in color. Each continent had a slightly different technology, and so you can see color pictures of the Russian Empire's final years, white Orthodox churches standing before pale blue skies. Or you can see World War I photos of the trenches full of soldiers with their uniforms awash in color. And if you're so inclined, you can even look into the uncannily blue eyes of Adolf Hitler. That is because autochrome paved the way for other methods of capturing color. In 1930, the German company Aqua released their first commercial color film, which skewed the potatoes, but relied on a similar principle. For a product called Aqua Color, the engineers used cartridges of film, which they coated with a fine layer of color particles. In 1935, hot on its heels, Kodak then developed the iconic Kodachrome, which finally nailed color reproduction. In those years, leading up to the Second World War, a wholly different arms race was taking place, as Americans and Europeans each developed their color films and fought for who could produce the best one. No matter which country you happened to be in, exposure suddenly became quick, and film was of course much more portable than glass plates. And while it would take years for the technology to go mainstream, the times began being documented in color. And the past is strangely alive in these images. Maybe that is because black and white, by sheer ontology, gives images of the past a surreal quality. What monochrome misses in color, it makes up in contrast. And that doesn't seem quite real. Or maybe it is much simpler than that. Real life simply isn't in black and white, and seeing the past stripped off its colors makes it seem less lifelike and, by extension, somewhat removed from today. If you flip that equation around, you understand why color pictures of the past are so captivating. Not only do they show a lifelike reality, they also show that the past isn't so distant after all. The National Archives of Norway, of all places, have images of Berlin in the 1930s, of the very same city where I'm recording this. Back then, blue-eyed Hitler was in power, and the city was draped in swastika flags. So many of them, it seems absurd. But of course it isn't, because these images show the past as it actually took place. And that makes looking at them very sobering. Yes, these images show a frightening symbolism, the heyday of an ideology that would plunge Europe into war. But more surprising is that they show a certain banality. On these color pictures, the past is no longer a distant memory or a scary episode from the history books. It isn't even a historic outlier. 
The color in these pictures shows how real it all was, how much closer to our present time, and how stupefyingly normal. Today, black and white photography has, in the words of Wikipedia, been relegated to niche markets such as art photography. That means we use black and white for a certain look, we employ it for artistic purposes rather than accuracy. And because most photos of the past are in black and white, I think we see it as something that it wasn't. A time as unreal and dreamlike as those early autochromes. Color not only adds missing information, it actually adds context. And by that, it exposes any photo of the past for what it really represents. A document of a time not all that different from our own. A world in which the events that took place, the entire unthinkable history of the 20th century, was as normal as the reality we capture with our phones today.